Welcome everyone as Fantastic Geek Talks She-Hulk. My name is Matt and joining me as always is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. So excited here to be talking to you about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, coming, Matt, just a little over two weeks now to Disney+. Plus. Yes, super excited for what this show is going to bring us um, and and can't wait to dive in. But Pete, we have some housekeeping first, don't we? Yes. Welcome, everybody, whether you're new to us or whether you've been along to all of our podcasts on our journey here to the voice of the MCU. We are the only podcast that has brought you every single Marvel Studios show on Disney Plus, as well as every Marvel show available, starting with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, something we've done over nine years. So you're not listening to people who are exactly new to the MCU. Indeed. I, Pete, I feel like we have we have the cred. Maybe we've earned our own uh, MCU law degree. I don't know. Uh, I do know that as we look ahead to uh, the nine-episode at least first season run of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. We'll be podcasting the show on Fridays, uh, the show streaming on Wednesdays. Uh, we want to get that out up front uh, because it certainly is important to get back uh, listener feedback. And I will tell you how you can do that in a little bit. But uh, we want to certainly include listeners in on the conversation. Yes, so important that you uh, get that to us so we can have that conversation. We have our regulars, and again, every time we launch another show, another feed, an opportunity for new ones along the way. We also podcast all the big announcements from San Diego Comic-Con last week. That huge Marvel slate, Matt, phases phase four to phases five and six as well. Boom. There you go. So hit up our pop culture podcast, which catches everything we do. If you're looking for that and we have show specific feeds for everything you can take from that buffet as well. Yeah. If you're listening to this on the pop culture podcast feed, uh, hello, hopefully you're subscribed. If you're not like the cool kids say, mash that subscribe button. Uh, if you're listening to us on the She-Hulk feed, uh, it's a brand new feed dedicated to She-Hulk Attorney at Law. And uh, I will mention, Pete, the feed does have our San Diego Comic-Con coverage there. So if you've come to us uh, for this uh, She-Hulk preview, you can go back in time to five days ago, six days ago, uh, when we were talking about all the particulars uh, at San Diego. But Pete, why don't we start to zero in on now on uh, She-Hulk Attorney at Law created by Jessica Gao. Yes. And Matt, can you explain why they've made a Bruce Banner a woman? Uh, Pete, I know you say that in jest. I, there, I, however, anything said in jest has been echoed for real on the internet, right? I guess that's, that's where the, the entry point is here. No, you know, brand new character here. Uh, Jennifer Walters, uh, an old character, like a 40 year old character. Uh -huh. yeah. So um, the, Doubtless, Pete, some of the some of the people so hurt, so hurt by the presence uh, of She-Hulk that they would take away our the Hulk 
Um, I, Pete, I actually see the first appearance of She-Hulk in comics was uh, the, the month and the year I was born. So I guess She-Hulk is as old as me. And uh, Pete, that, that's good enough for me to have a She-Hulk show here on Disney+. Plus. A long-standing character with a very deep following. And for, again, the, the trolls of the internet to be out there mucking up the, uh, the, the people, as it were, that this is some kind of uh, pandering situation. Uh, it's not. And just be wise to uh, fighting that back and, and, you know, really helping people understand, no, this is a character in her own right who has this place that is they continue to expand this cinematic universe uh, makes absolute sense. They would incorporate now. It's also worth remembering too, that the character of Hulk as he appears in live action, I think is still governed by the strange distribution deal with universal studios. That's why there hasn't been a solo Hulk film, but clearly there are these carve outs where if it's not a, a solo outing, then he can appear in other things. I would assume that is a factor in Perhaps why there's not a Hulk show. Uh, however, Pete, uh, let me go down the cast list here. Oh man, the second the second most famous person in this show happens to be Mark Ruffalo as uh, as the Hulk. Um, though I I would be surprised if he's like the second most appearing person in all nine episodes. I think it's kind of more of a more of a um, I won't quite say a torch passing role, but I think he's going to be there more as the the mentor uh to you know bruce banner being the cousin of jennifer walters and all that but you know everything is okay as we particularly really uh zero in on the theme of phase four which is growing the marvel cinematic universe and not only to incorporate hulk or if we want to say here smart hulk to be able to be one the relative, the the mentor to these powers, but to also offer uh, a way into this character. And, you know, that uh, Jennifer Walters is a lawyer, that the, uh, you know, proposal of the show is, all right, she's going to be taking on superhero uh, cases that, with the growth, with the the number, the rise in uh, superheroes over the, what is it now, Matt, 14-year uh, MCU, at least in our time. They're in 2024-25. Uh, but also, now that we've done Ms. Marvel, and, you know, I'll give you a couple seconds, if you've not finished Ms. Marvel... Now that we've uttered the word mutation and that mutants are on the rise is another spot where they could appear and more people with powers. Well, and for those, uh, I, I guess I'll also give a similar spoiler warning. We're about to talk the, the She-Hulk, uh, the, the latest She-Hulk trailer that had come out. So pause, pause the notion that Charlie Cox's daredevil slash Matt Murdock shows up mm -hmm. in some degree, a not super surprising, uh, pleasant, a, a pleasant surprise. How about that? But not, not jaw droppingly amazing since 
uh, he has appeared uh, in terms of the 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 presentation chronology, the release chronology. Of course, he appeared in Spider-Man: No Way Home, and um, after the making of She-Hulk, but prior to its release, of course, the notion that he'll be back further in uh, a can we say a revival, a, a re- revisitation of the Daredevil series? Um, so it just makes sense that this, you know, New York based lawyer slash crime fighter is going to cross paths with, uh, another lawyer, crime fighter, superhero type. Um, but that certainly is a welcome addition as well. And Pete, I don't want to take the focus off of She-Hulk too much, but I guess it would be an opportunity early on to really hone in. Is this the Marvel TV Daredevil? Does are there differences here? You know, we can keep an keep an eye out for that, along with enjoying what is being presented as an action comedy. And I, for one, you know, I like some of the weightier things that the MCU shows have done. I'm ready for an action comedy. And you know, I'll circle back to Daredevil to Matt Murdock in a moment. But what this show is going to do and what each of the Marvel Studios shows have done so well is to carve out in addition to space for particular characters, uh, a style and a genre, Uh, you know, starting with, you know, just the epically done and, you know, artistically performed WandaVision you know, to most latest with Ms. Marvel with, you know, the 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 teen uh, dramedy. And this is going to be uh, not docudrama type, but, you know, uh, Tatiana Maslany is going to break the fourth wall and speak to us as uh, the viewer, something we've not had happen to this point. And, you know, this is a thing in stories. This is a thing in TV uh, rather than probably the second thing that uh, detractors might hone in on. Yeah. And and in terms of it being a slight change in format, i.e. she's talking to the camera, like a lot of this stuff, I think, let's not forget, a lot of the uh, comic book based TV and films, sci-fi, all of it. When you put a little a little coating of let's not get too bogged down here, then things are a whole lot better. Like, what does that mean? Does she see us? Are we part of the MCU? Like, to me, that's not an interesting question. Uh, make the thing entertaining, aspirational. Uh, give me some, give me some, uh, you know, twists and turns. You know, Matt Murdock, or g- give me more on the, you know. In the middle of the season, maybe it's like, oh, man, now the Department of Justice has an official definition for mutation or, you know, something like that where we go, oh, it's the thing, it's the thing. Um, But, but I don't know. Like I said before, Pete, I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited to just dive on into the fun factor of this show. And just to go back to Daredevil for a second, I mean, Matt, that's a show they filmed the initial season, the three seasons that originally aired on Netflix now migrated over to the Disney plus library. Uh, you know, 2014 aired 2000 streamed 2015. Uh, Charlie Cox, by the time daredevil born again comes out and, um, Vincent D'Onofrio will have been playing these characters 
almost a decade, which was crazy to just think about in the wake of all those announcements the other day, other than the bonkers run of 18 episodes that was announced, a super specific number, which tells you they have certain things planned and remains to be seen. I mean, who knows, Matt, what with the She-Hulk run coming up here, you know, the precedent has been if you're getting a second season and only one has in Loki, which they're filming right now, okay, they tell you at the very end of a season. Otherwise, hey, you'll see them again and they'll, they'll pop up, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, do, does uh, Jennifer Walters migrate over to there? Is there a plot that's going to carry over? We've already seen this Department of Damage Control facility uh, from the trailers to She-Hulk in Ms. Marvel. So again, if you've not checked out Ms. Marvel and strangely there continue to be fans, oh, you know, I'm not interested in it and I don't see a reason why to watch it. Other than the mutant thing, there's another reason to watch it on top of the tremendous uh, addition to the MCU of Amon Vellani. Pete, I'm reminded of uh, that there's... A particular person on Twitter, although I'm sure it's capturing uh, sentiments of, of a number of people uh, who, who had said in the last week, like, for Black Panther, I have a hard time thinking it could be Shuri. We haven't seen her training. And it's like, OK, how much training did we see T'Challa do? The answer is none. Your issue is uh, not a well-hidden one. Similarly, Pete, oh, man, people who are up in arms. I'm never going to watch Ms. Marvel. I'm never going to watch uh she hulk gee whiz maybe they're also opposed to the potential of a female black panther for reasons there may be something that she hulk and ms marvel and shuri have in common i don't know pete um i do know that the cast list for this show um in addition to kind of the the, the luminaries right mark ruffalo back as the hulk um, and of course, uh, a lot of razzle dazzle in the trailer, Tim Roth back as abomination for only the second time since the Ed Norton, 2008, uh, Hulk film. And then of course, Benedict Wong, uh, as Wong, I would expect those roles to be oh, both all three of those roles to be important, but again, not like every single day. There they are. There she is hanging out with Wong and abomination and Bruce Banner. Like, I think it's going to be more sprinkled in there. Then you add to it, uh, I guess, Pete, who we understand to be our antagonist, Jamila Jamil as Titania. Yeah, and that was a huge get for this show beyond Mislani here. I mean, we've known for a while that this show was coming. And then you mentioned uh, Emil Blonsky's uh, role, the, the abomination uh, and Shang-Chi comes out and we see, obviously, he's there, that Wong shows up and that they have a landing spot in She-Hulk, another window into, all right, how does this woman who transforms into the Hulk, uh, like her cousin, uh, Bruce, represent um, people with powers, uh, be it superheroes, villains, and then the other thing the producers have been out in front about is the number of like super weird and, um, you know, blink and you miss it, but uh, deep cut 
comic character references they're going to go for. Yeah, I have to admit, things like Frogman, uh, when I first heard that in the last couple of weeks, I was like, oh, like that that's a hypothetical, terrible idea, right? No, apparently Frogman is a deep cut, uh, Marvel deep cut. Also, uh, we can potentially look forward to The Wrecking Crew, uh, costumed criminals with enhanced uh, construction tools and so forth. I mean, again, this sounds... This sounds delightful. This sounds like there's the really is the potential for a half hour action comedy, which you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the format that they have done, but let's keep things mixed up here. Yeah. And I, I think in terms of where we are in the calendar, in terms of nearing the end of phase four, which was news to all of us uh, a week ago when Kevin Feige took us through just the amount that's coming in a, you know, world that has learned to put things out during a pandemic, um, you know, that they're going to go for a, a buttoned up on one side, uh, you know, legal show and a, hey, learning how to incorporate your powers, superhero uh, deep dive on the other. Do you think there's the potential for them to be uh, borderline episodic? Like maybe after the first episode, do we have case of the week? Maybe not for the rest of the run, but do you think there's the potential for the middle of this show to be case of the week? There will be a pseudo procedural aspect to it in, in the idea that, okay, you know, remember a couple episodes ago when it was this case but they're also going to build with that and then you know the the daredevil inclusion which i was kind of surprised they went for in the second trailer um which has not been their mo i mean wilson fisk showing up if you're again unaware in hawkeye and he'll of course be back for um daredevil born again uh wouldn't be surprised at all if he shows up he's mentioned here um to be able to bring in those clients to be able to check in on that kind of stuff this show offers that unique type of ability in addition to hey yeah no now you're going to represent a man who's also a frog (laughs) Well, I think I think you're definitely right that there's there's that potential and something harkening back to uh, WandaVision as we as we understood. Uh, I don't remember when it was revealed that originally the commercials were going to be coming from Doctor Strange and the decision was made. No, 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 because then it becomes, you know, the Doctor Strange prequel or then it becomes, you know, a, a show that that is less about Wanda and more about its connection. So I think that Marvel Studios is sensitive to not not turning the side quest into the main story. That said, can you get away with it in the format where it's like and this week She-Hulk is defending, you know, Wilson Fisk or She-Hulk is defending, you know, an Asgardian or something like that. There there's the potential there where you're not going to feel like, you know, will we be getting any She-Hulk in this week's She-Hulk because it's all about uh somebody else's story you know pete i'll just say what i'm thinking and i don't mean this necessarily as a negative but i'm thinking how there's a there's an episode or two there of the book of boba fett where 
there's no Boba Fett, or there's very little Boba Fett, and it's actually like, yay, the characters are like better. I want to hear more about them and their ships and their relationships and all that. Um, this show doesn't need to have that feeling by virtue of the fact that she can be easily put in the same room as any one of these characters. Yeah, and, you know, I mentioned Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. earlier on, you know, that we started with, we really still kind of referred as the mothership around Fantastic Geek headquarters. And, you know, you look at the early run there and the pseudo-procedural mission of the week, the 084 and the this and that, you know, kind of a same idea in terms of taking on these cases in terms of a firm building, you know, starting up uh, defense of people with enhanced abilities. And part of that journey, just to finish going through the cast list here, uh, we'll have Ginger Gonzaga as Nikki Ramos. That's uh, Jennifer Walters' best friend. Worth mentioning, Pete, some people might recognize uh, Ginger Gonzaga from Space Force, in which she played Congresswoman Annabella Isidiero Campos, AYC. I don't know where they got that one from. Um, but then also Renee uh, Elise Goldsberry, the the Tony winner for Hamilton, uh, playing uh, Mallory Book, a lawyer uh, at the same firm. So again, just whether you're going for like, oh my goodness, it's Wong who quickly like somehow hashtag it's all Wong necked in the last couple of years. Whether it's that or you know or Ruffalo or some of these other folks, this is a this is a great great cast. Yeah, and, and could you reach back in the other direction, given that you're incorporating Abomination last seen in Shang-Chi? Could he show up in this? I mean, it's a possibility, given that they've not thrown him a sequel at this point, or at least publicly announced one. There's going to be space not only for the, you know, the deep cut cameo, there's also going to be spots for, you know, people in this wide, wide universe they've built out to drop in. Pete, certainly anticipation through the roof for She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I know that before the show starts, we'll do one more preview, kind of expectations, what we think is going to happen for the season. That will be uh, the weekend before the show comes out, so somewhere in that Friday the 12th, Saturday the 13th of August range, somewhere in there. Um, but really, really excited for She-Hulk Attorney at Law to be starting uh, on Disney+. Plus. Absolutely. So if you want to file briefs to us now, you can certainly do that. But again, we will be talking to you again before the series begins to stream on Wednesday, August 17th. Pete, we'll talk contents in a moment, but do have to uh, tip our hat to those who support us on patreon.com slash fantastic geek. We could not do this without you. And uh, as we get this feed up and running and uh, the Andor Star Wars feed not far behind it, uh, again, it's those who go to patreon.com slash fantastic geek who are the foundation as we continue to grow these podcasts. It's hard to believe these are our 31st and 32nd podcast feeds on Apple Podcasts, but we couldn't do it without you. Everybody who contributes gets access to uh, exclusive podcast content, all sorts of levels to pick from, but it takes just a dollar a month to get you behind that door. Can't contribute right now? 
get yourself over to Apple Podcast. Leave us a rating in seconds. Leave us a review in just a little while longer, all of which help us immeasurably. So, Pete, let's talk being in touch with our listeners. How can people be in contact with you to share their thoughts for She-Hulk Attorney at Law? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 12,667 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do me in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash FantasticGeek with a PH, all one word, like it today. For those listening on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, looking forward to talk about Andor, the Star Wars series, in the very near future. If you're here just for the She-Hulk content, we'll be back in two weeks. That's the weekend before the show launches on the 17th. To give one more preview before we dive into weekly episodic episodes. With that, Pete, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word. Talk to you soon. <laughs>